how close are we to expansion in the National Football League? And what would it even look like? That's the focus of today's TDN Daily. And welcome into the Friday edition of the TDN Daily Podcast. Chris Schubert back with you here once again on the show. Hope everybody is having a great start to their Friday, a great start potentially to their weekend. Maybe some of you getting your weekend started a little bit early here. Uh, a, a lot of news and notes from the National Football League and a fun little topic here today on the show, the idea of expansion in the National Football League and more teams uh, being a part uh, of the NFL moving forward and international expansion. The topic of conversation uh, was looking around at different things to see what we were going to talk about here on the show today, and I stumbled across a story in Front Office for, uh, Front Office Sports by A.J. Perez, who the title of the story is, Is the NFL Ready for a Four-Team European Division? And this is sourced with some conversations that uh, happened at the uh, annual uh, league meeting and the fact that uh, Roger Goodell is going to get a multi-year extension and how the NFL has got a TV deal through 2032 and the CBA has got another seven years. And this is the quote that stands out very early on in the story that I think is going to be the backdrop for what we talk about here today. But um, AJ Perez has in his story a quote from uh, this is from an owner quote. We don't know if it's going to happen in two years, five years, or whenever, but there's going to be an international division, end quote. That is from an owner who spoke anonymously to front office sports, right? So that's an owner, one of the 32 owners of the National Football League speaking to front office sports saying that we don't know the timeline. We don't know if it's going to be short term, medium term, long term, don't know when exactly the timetable. But it is going to happen. We are going to have an international division. Now, this is where my speculation comes into play here. So we have the quote there that there's going to be an international division. Now, my speculation is if the owner feels that confidently, if the owner feels that they can say, even though it's anonymous, they can say that there's going to be an international division, that screams to me that the legwork has been done behind the scenes from a focus group group perspective, from a logistics perspective, from a stadium perspective, from a scheduling perspective, from a dollars and cents perspective, that this has all been, there has been a lot of legwork that goes beyond just the international games that the NFL puts on the schedule. Because you could look at the fact that the NFL has branched into playing games in London. They've branched into playing games in Mexico City. And now uh, they have um, branched into playing games in Germany. We've got five international games on the schedule this year, three in London and two more that are going to be played somewhere in Germany. And people have always pointed to that as the NFL testing the waters, uh, dipping their toe in the pool of what would it look like if we went international. And this is just on a small scale, but it is slowly built over time. It's been it was just one game over in London. Now it's grown to three. Now we're adding games in Germany. And a lot of people thought that the bigger picture here was that they were going to be uh, ultimately trying to expand the league to add more teams and potentially put one team uh, in Europe and specifically London. But the fact that there's an owner who says there's going to be an international division means there's more legwork just then, hey, we're just going to play some games over there and see what ultimately happens. This story talks about a four-team European division. So four teams all in Europe. And there was an owner who is quoted in the story saying that one team could be problematic, but it would be more economical to potentially 
have more teams in there. There have been talks over the years of having one team that would play in the UK that would be stationed in either the NFC or AFC East divisions. Then that owner said, quote, having just one team in London could be problematic. Quote, it does sound crazy, but it'd be more economical that way. And this is where this story really takes a turn and you can very easily understand because to me, I sit back and I look at this and and sports leagues expanding is, is showing the growth of the game. It is showing how uh, the game is capturing more eyes. The NFL, in this case, wants to expand uh, to have more market share, to have more teams in more cities, in more places around the globe be able to root for their team, right? And that, that's a good thing. It's growing the game and it's creating uh, more dollars um, for everybody involved. But I took a step back and to me, the logistics on this just seem incredibly just insane. The scheduling nightmares, the time zone differences, the fact that you've got you're going to have all these teams that are going to play over here in this other you know other continent across a massive body of water that could create some scheduling problems. That can create some logistics in terms of playoff games. I mean, there's just so many different things we would have to do a 45 minute podcast here to be able to explore all of that. And I will tell you, there's there's a very great map, and I I think this really put it into context for me what could potentially be on the horizon and four this European expansion. And sorry if, I'm, if I feel like I'm going all over the place. It's just a big story. Expanding in the National Football League feels like it's on the horizon, so I've got a lot of thoughts on this. But there's a great map, and if you can, if you can Google it uh, at, at some point to be able to see what I'm talking about when, when, when we're, we're discussing this story. But there is a map that overlays the geographical distance of all the current NFL teams. So it takes basically a map of the United States and where all those teams are located, and it takes those teams and it positions them in Europe where they would be from a distance perspective. And you have Seattle that's all the way in the UK, right? In terms of you, t- you just pick up the the map of the United States of where these teams are. They're just dots on a map and you take all those dots and you superimpose those over a map of Europe. So you take the dots where they are, you move them over to Europe and you pop them down. Seattle's dot would end up being in the United Kingdom and you have all the teams in the AFC and the NFC East find their way all the way to the inside of Russia. That's how far of a landmass that is covered if you took the teams in the United States and you put them over, just from a geographical perspective, into Europe. So there could be a case where you could condense some teams in a four-team European division, and they don't all have to be centrally located in the United Kingdom. You could have a team in France. You could have a team in Spain. You could have a team in Italy. You could have a team in the UK. And those four teams would be in the same geographical distance that the NFC West is in, for example. So this is doable where you could have international teams in different countries and the distance that they would travel would be somewhat similar to the way that the teams in the NFC West would travel to play teams in their own division. But you're going to really condense the distances between these teams because you cannot do the way that it is done in the United States just from a distance perspective. But this is where this gets really interesting, and I can understand why maybe some of these owners are casting aside the logistics nightmare because of the financial implications. This is, a, this is from the front office sports story. The owner share expansion fees, which one source told front office sports could be between 3 to $5 billion. I'm adding the emphasis there on the 3 to $5 billion. Do you know when the Jaguars and Panthers came, and this story points us out? They were, no, they were $140 million for those teams as expansion teams to come into the league. 
We are talking from 140 million to three to five billion dollars in just expansion fees. That's just to get invited into the league, brought in, and to be a team, it's going to cost you three to five billion dollars. Guess what? That money gets shared around with everybody. So each team could potentially get a lot more money, hundreds of millions of dollars we're talking about with four more teams. So how would this work? How could this potentially be sorted out? Well, like I said, you put the four teams. And this is now just me speculating here, but you put the four teams in some geographical area, you would almost definitely have a team stationed in London. A team stationed in Germany um, feels pretty likely based on their expansion there. But there are other close countries nearby. France could be one. Spain could be one. Italy could be one. Those could be three countries that from a geographical perspective would work. You may put two teams in Germany. Maybe you put two teams in London at least at the beginning and then you expand from there. But then you have those four teams. And then I guess the prevailing idea would be if a team from the United States goes over there they would play all those teams kind of in a row, right? They would get all of those games out of the way so they wouldn't be traveling back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, the way it kind of works now where a team goes over and plays a game in London and then, you know, they come back, they have an option of whether where their bye week's going to be. That same kind of thing would probably apply here as well. But again, you would have four teams, if you went this far, you'd have four teams positioned over there uh, in Europe, mainly probably, uh, at least at the beginning, stationed in the UK and Germany. At least that's the thing that makes the most sense to me. And then you'd have to figure out all of the scheduling logistics of that. What's it going to look like when those teams come over to play in the United States? Are they going to play a bunch of games on the road all at once? And they're going to have a bunch of home games at home, and they're going to—they're obviously going to play each other twice. So that's going to be six of the seventeen games that they're going to play. Uh, that only counts for three of what would be their eight or nine home games. So you have six other games that are going to be played. And so the scheduling part of this is going to need to uh, overtake a, a bit of an overhaul. And I guarantee you, since we talked about it on yesterday's show, some of those Thursday night games would probably uh, feature two international teams that would be played. But what does the timing look like right now? Those games for us here uh, in the United States. They air very early in the morning. I'll just use me for an example uh, here in in Phoenix in Arizona. When a team plays um, in London, those games are early. Those games are 6, 7 a.m. in the morning here, 10 a.m. on the East Coast. That's because those games are kicked off in kind of the afternoon. Are those games now going to get pushed to a more 6 or 7 p.m.? start uh, local time there at night to push them more into the window uh, of what uh, red zone looks like on a weekly basis. These are just some of the immediate questions that I have about this. And the other thing too is think about what the NFL feels about expanding in Europe. That they're going to potentially go down this route over, I don't know, putting some teams in Canada, putting some teams in Mexico, going with Areas that are in close proximity to the existing infrastructure of the NFL inside the United States, it wouldn't really add that much travel logistics to put four teams in Canada and have a Canada division. Would it be really difficult to have maybe two teams in Canada, two teams in Mexico, and do it that way? Again, how much more travel are you adding to the mix? Not really in the grand scheme of things from a distance perspective. But to me, it really feels extremely prevalent that the that the NFL clearly feels that Europe is the next play, that they feel it is their white whale in some regards of they need to capture this market, they need to capture this footprint, and they feel that there is a lucrative amount of dollars in that direction. I'm kind of skeptical. I know it's nice when they go over there five times a year, those games do very well, and you, you see the fan base, and you, 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 you see the rabidness of the people there that are really interested in, in seeing football, and they're excited to see American football there um, in, in their prospective countries, whether it's in the United Kingdom in London or the games that will be played in Germany. But again, 
These are one-offs. These are five games of, of the uh, the, to- uh, the total of the NFL schedule. You're now telling me you're going to base teams there. They're going to play 17 games. They're going to play eight or nine home games a year in that place. And you're going to have maybe two, three, four teams. Again, I, it might be a leap, but this clearly shows to me that the NFL has put a lot of work into this, and they really feel that there is something here. If you have an owner, won't go on the record, but you have an owner telling a reporter that it is going to happen. There is going to be an international division. And so it feels like the, the, it, we're just counting down the days until this is going to be the case. So don't uh, poo-poo these international games. They are important, and they are clearly laying the groundwork for what is going to be a transformative moment in the National Football League. And so the fact that I saw this story today was written a couple days ago um, when AJ Perez down at the owners meetings talking to some people and so I thought the story was worth mentioning here on the show because again that's a big leap to say that a four-team European division could potentially be on the short-term horizon and again not just an international team but the owner that is quoted in this story says an international division that means four teams so big time expansion and again you got four teams times three to five million dollars we'll split in the middle we'll call it four that is 16 billion dollars in expansion fees that the nfl is going to bring in immediately when they bring in those uh four teams so uh, the financial side of the uh, of the national football league something to keep an eye on here because i think these expansion talks are just going to get bigger and bigger and louder and louder here over the next couple of years that's gonna do it for us here this week on the show a couple of announcements we've got the tdn daily youtube show uh, so this show gonna go live on youtube 11 a.m eastern standard time every single day you can hang out in the youtube channel uh, we'll go live it's not gonna be super super formal so you know we're not you're gonna see the ins and outs you're gonna see the the production of the show the pre-show we'll hang out we'll talk i'll ask you guys thoughts on what maybe topics some comments some questions that you maybe want me to answer throughout the show we'll get to them at the end then you'll see me kind of jump in we'll do the show we'll do it live and then afterwards, we'll hang out for a little bit uh, before I get out of there for the rest of the day. And then another big announcement uh, for those of you uh, who have been wondering and asking if there were going to be any more podcasts added to the uh, the Draft Network family, I can uh, I can announce here that for those of you who are listeners of the TDN Fantasy Podcast, maybe you have that in your podcast feed. You probably saw a new logo. Um, if you're not a follower of that feed, uh, look up the, the show called Prospects and Props. New show starting on Monday. So we've got the YouTube version of TDN Daily going live, and you're going to have a video and podcast version of a brand new podcast called Prospects and Props, a little NFL draft uh, gambling themed show. Myself, Jamie Eisner, each and every day are going to dive into some of the biggest topics surrounding the NFL draft and the gambling world with props. And we have a blockbuster first week for you in terms of content. And it is going to be a lot of fun. So if you've been looking for some deep dives uh, into uh, NFL drafts and to maybe some NFL draft props next week, uh, a big time week for you uh, on that show. So uh, I'll be tweeting about that as well. But again, TDN Daily uh, for the podcast listeners nothing's going to change for you you're going to hear is hear this show in your feed every day but if you want to or you have the time to hang out with us on the youtube channel i'm really excited uh, to grow that part of this show as well so i want to thank you for rating reviewing subscribing following along with us here on this journey another great week of shows in the books i hope everybody has a great rest of their weekend i'll talk to you all on monday